Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ed Hallback Show, where today I am flying solo. No Johnny G, no unexpected pop-in from Debugger, no freaking monkey, no musician, no novelist or writer, nobody, just me. And I'm going to tell you, this is my Christmas show. And along with my Christmas show, as I prep for it, comes memories, of which maybe I shared some last year, but I've got a lot of new listeners from last year. And quite frankly, I have gotten better at this. Uh, and that's coming from compliments from my listeners. And I appreciate each and every one of you. This has been a blast doing this. I look forward to broadcasting every week. So, Christmas is coming. Christmas has been here. This is airing the 26th of December. But before Christmas, you prep for it. You put the tree up. You put the crib up. You string popcorn. What a joke is that, stringing popcorn. I I remember as kids, me being the oldest of seven, I think we ate more popcorn than we strung, and I don't know if it ever made it to the tree because it was such a mess. And uh, mom would not tolerate messes, and now I know where I get that character flaw, or or not. Yeah, so we'd uh, we'd make homemade ornaments, and it was always an argument who's got put in front or or where it got done. We'd make some in school, and then we'd make some at home. And we had a lot of fun doing it and hanging it from the tree. Even our star on the tree was homemade. Dad cut it out of cardboard and covered it with tinfoil. Made for a wonderful star. I'll always remember that tree. A week or two before Christmas, we would bundle up, go to the fire station, and visit Santa. Tell him what we wanted for Christmas. And we'd get a bag of hard candy and uh, chocolate one or two, I can't remember, um, mound thing. It was white inside. It was delicious. We all loved them. And an apple in a bag and an experience that we would never forget. Also, when it was cold enough before Christmas, since we lived only a block from the river, we would get our ice skates out. And we always had hockey skates. And we would go to Austin, Minnesota, to buy them because hockey skates were less money than figure skates. We'd shovel the snow off the river to a degree, find a good spot after it was, of course, frozen when Dad would check it. And we'd go out skating. And our, our friends would join us, runny noses, scarves tied around our neck, Mom would have liked to tie a couple of them a little tighter, I believe. Maybe, maybe mine. But anyway, we all had our own scarf. And if somebody got the wrong person's, it's like, eck, somebody snots on this one. So much for growing up as kids, right? Well, there's always the sounds and the smells of preparing for Christmas, especially the baking. Mom could bake and bake and bake, and we would consume, consume, consume. We'd decorate cookies. There'd be homemade bread. Of course, there'd be the standard brownies, only we got to put Christmas sprinkles on top. Uh, I remember Mom teaching me a trick about that that she said her brothers would do. If the row wasn't cut straight, you had to 
try and straighten it out, and it never happened until the bar was gone. I kind of still use that today. Got to have it straight, right? Right. The sounds, oh yes, the sounds of the 45s and the LPs playing over and over and over and having a lively discussion, we'll call it, about the sound levels of the 45s and the LPs. Uh, the old Gene Autry, uh, um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, the Beach Boys, I know we played that over a ton of times. There might have been a Partridge Family Christmas LP. Um, there was also the... Lawrence Welk LP, and let's see, there was a group, and escapes me now, oh, the Mitch Miller uh, Singers, yeah, they had a uh, Christmas carol out, too, or a Christmas album. Then we'd bake the Christmas cookies and decorate them up, put wax paper between them and freeze them. We were not allowed to eat them yet until Christmas. With the in and outs of shoveling snow, friends coming over, uh, we had an enclosed back porch in our house that was basically full of boots all lined up on uh, extra rugs that we put down, our friends and, uh, and ourselves. Kind of used it as a warming house before we went inside. It got to be a mess. You could have broke your neck, but eh, what the heck. Yeah, and then we get a big snowstorm, we had to go out and shovel and shovel the neighbors. And uh, I remember my first pair of five buckle boots. I was tall enough and old enough and I needed new boots. So I got five buckle boots. They came up to my kneecaps so I could go through the deep snow, but then I was expected to shovel more than my siblings because I was the oldest. Anticipation. I can't remember who sang that song back in the late 60s or 70s. It wasn't a Christmas song. Maybe Roberta Flack or Carly Simon. Um, it, it was interesting how we would anticipate things and our imagination would run wild. I can remember uh, after Santa would come that we would see sleigh marks in the snow. We would see where the antler or the reindeer's hoofs dug in before they took off after they left our house. But driving around looking at lights was always a fun thing to do. We're all packed in the car, car fan on high, the window still frosted up. We scraped the frost up with our fingernails just to get be able to see a little bit, plus argue amongst ourselves, all packed in a car, and they we didn't have heated seats, heated steering wheel, and awesome heaters like we do nowadays. Boy, don't I sound like an old guy. At least I don't talk about having to get the horses out in the sleigh and putting a, a horse blanket over our legs. So I'm not quite that old. But I do remember uh, uh, in my young adult years, a friend of mine, his father had some Percherons and a sleigh. And he would bring them into town, and we would go Christmas caroling. And, of course, the more schnapps we had, the better we sounded and the louder we sounded. This was before cell phones, etc. So we would go from house to house, and especially the senior citizens would almost have tears in their eyes because they could hear the bells around the bellies of those large percherons as we went down the street. 
Then it was back to our point of origination, and we had pizza or chili or whatever, and maybe a little more schnapps. Anyway, we had a good time, and we were able to uh, put a smile on some people's faces that remembered the past. The warmth of the family, the clothes, the warm dishwater, the Christmas songs, mom would harmonize. She made fun out of it. I can always smell the uh, ivory soap when somebody's using it when I'm somewhere, and it would remind me of doing dishes for all of us and singing Christmas carols, which I think that's where I and my family, my brothers and sisters, learn the most of our songs. And uh, even though we weren't very good, we got better. Then I remember just sitting in front of the Christmas tree. It get dark around 4, 35 o'clock. And we got permission to turn the lights on. And we just sit there and let our imaginations go and stare at the tree, stare at the crib, because it was celebrating Jesus' birthday. And in a commercial way, it was more about the presents that we received. Then it was like, tune the radio in, the AM radio, to the weather forecast to find out what the weather was going to be. How cold was it going to be? How much snow was expected? Are we going to get to where we're going? Are people going to get to our house if they were invited over? How are we going to get to grandma's? A lot, a lot of things factor in with snow and imaginations and what would could be. We had no no other concerns in life except for having fun with the cold weather and family and friends. Then it was Christmas Eve. Oh my, the day, the night, anticipation, getting on each other's nerves and not knowing quite if Santa was going to come in person, or if he's going to drop things off, or if he'd come during the night and drop things off as we were sleeping. I do remember one night, and this was when I was very, very young, Santa came to the door, pounded, made a ton of noise, came in carrying a stick. I took off, ran, and hid because I knew it was for me. Even though I was being coaxed out by my dad, no way was I going out there. I was afraid and probably guilty too. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't fun, but I remember it. Sometimes he got to us late and we didn't see him, but our imaginations did. We sat out milking cookies. A lot of times he only took a bite out of one cookie, maybe the gingerbread's foot, and that was it. He drank the milk. Also, there were carrots for the reindeers, which probably ended up back in the refrigerator. And we could never figure out why he didn't eat all the cookies. Because we loved them. Mom made them. Then we were told that Santa gets milk and cookies every place. And do you think he could keep eating? He'd be twice as big as what he was. And the reindeer wouldn't be able to carry him through the skies. Well, we got our gifts. It was fun. We had a traditional scalloped potatoes and ham dinner that Mom could make ahead of time. So we could all be there and enjoy. After the gifts were open, it was time to do the dishes and sing some more Christmas carols. 
After that, most of the time, we went to midnight mass, and it was kind of fun to go into church when it was dark, and you got to say Merry Christmas to everybody. I remember that well. Then the aftermath. Yep, the aftermath. Trash, boxes, I need batteries. Where did this go? Who lost this part? Sift through the trash, try and find them all. All the pieces, the instructions. Of course, real men don't read instructions. My dad never did. Well, maybe he did. So the next day after that, still uh, playing with our toys and our, our kits that we were able to put together and glue our fingers together. And everybody talking about it, the phone would start ringing. And our friends would call if they could come over. And we'd go sledding down Munda's Hill is what we called it, onto the river, and or shovel snow, and or ice skate. Had a good time, came back in, ate more cookies, because there was no limit then, after Christmas. All of a sudden, it was January. We would see our friends again at school, and have the Iowa basic skills test right away, and hoping for more snow days. People had colds, and there were flus, and everything else. But all in all, it was great growing up. I appreciate sharing my memories with all of you. And I hope you all had a great Christmas and looking forward to the new year. So we'll make it short today because you guys have other things to do. But I appreciate each and every one of you. And in advance, Happy New Year. Bye-bye.